<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Beaten by the Jets. Beaten by the Browns. Beaten to the ground. And welcome back. We found it in. Yeah, welcome back. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, it happens. We've been kind of we've been kind of down all week. Yeah, it's been a it's not been a great week for more reasons than one. Yeah, not just the Bengals. I, uh, yeah, Daddy been Daddy been feeling real shitty. Yeah, and so days. and so is other Daddy. But welcome back to. Fuck you. you. We, we like, like the Bengals. I'm your host, Alex Schubert. As always, sitting across from me on his kitchen table. Lloyd Johnson. Dude. It's uh, <coughs> it's kind of been a theme for all week. Just coughing and being, being a little miserable. Yeah, it was not a, it was not a, not, not been a fun one, but, uh, from like, like for Bengals fans, like I know, like last time we were here, we were just like riding high. I remember we were saying like, we can legitimately say the Bengals are for real. Yeah. And then now. It's almost like they heard us and we're like, no, 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 you just wait. They've been humbled a little bit. Yeah, um, that that's one way of saying it. The other way of saying it is they've been spanked two weeks in a row by teams they should have beat. Beaten the first time, spanked the second time. Is that fair to say? I would say spanked on both of them, but that's me. Yeah. I thought that Jets game was just atrocious. It was. We'll get to it in a little bit. Um well, you've just been, you've been kind of, um, kind of sick all week, right? Yeah, I, uh, I'm not sure what it was, man. I just, I, I felt like super, like weak, like you know, almost like I had like a flu or something. Yeah, because you had your second COVID shot recently. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if it was that, but because like I got that Thursday and then Friday I was fine. Yeah. <clears throat> and then Saturday was just dog shit. Did you feel sick day of? No. Huh? Because I got my. Because I got my booster shot today, and I'm wondering if I'm going to get sick. Because I don't, I don't think I work tomorrow yet. So, if I feel like shit, I'm going to stay home. But if I don't feel like shit, who knows? Who knows? The world's the world's your oyster. But you just been laying in bed, and yeah, Alex keeps me like, "You want to record?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess." <laughs> Did you write a bunch of burns? No, I didn't write much at all. <laughs> This is, I mean, this is kind of a post-game episode. Like, we haven't really, we've done a couple of those before. Like, we did one with Santora with the Browns last year. Yeah. Which she kind of rubbed it in her faces a little bit, and justifiably so. Yeah, I don't yeah, blame her that's at all. Fine. Yeah. She posted the final score on Instagram, and I'm just like, I was at the game. I'm very sad. Speaking of, though, she, uh, I did see her open for Dan Cummins Friday, and she crushed it. Oh, my God. She uh, murdered. 
she should, at the very least, she should do late night. Oh, for sure. Like, if she doesn't get late night within two years, I'll be shocked. Oh, yeah, if it takes even that long. She murdered. She's such a funny comic. Yeah, I, could, I couldn't say enough good about... <clears throat> I mean, she came out, and you could tell half the crowd was not on board right away. By the end of her set, like, everyone in the room, on their feet, super... She just... I, I don't know how better to say she fucking murdered, man. Bold question. Is she the best comic in Ohio? <sighs> Gotta be up there. Yeah. I can't think of anyone else who is, like, truly, like, commanding stage presence... Commanding social media presence. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's hard to put anyone above her. No. There's no one to me that's above her in the state of Ohio right now. Yeah, yeah. I think that's not a. That's, that's a fair statement. Yeah. I mean, among comics that are like, I mean, Segura's from here, but like yeah. he's like, can we not count Segura? No. Because, because like he's just tor- like the best comic that just bases in Ohio. Yeah, yeah, it still lives here. Yep, I would put Santora at the very top. Yeah, she's the best. Go see her, listen to her album "Hillbilly Bougie." That's that album's great. So good. Um, speaking of comics opening for big comics, I got to do a little uh, a tell spot on Friday. That's fucking awesome. It was. Um, and I'm I'm not just saying this. This is the consensus among every comic that was on the show. Crowd was not great. <clears throat> yeah, well, I mean, you're in what Indianapolis. Yep. And it was weird because like it was a. You've been to Helium and in Indy, right? Yeah, yeah. Full. Yeah. Full to the brim. There were people upstairs. And before the show, we were told that like 120 dentists were going to be in the crowd. I think from like Butler or some shit or like. Yeah, Lloyd's face is very, like, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine that being a super fun crowd. Isn't that, like, one of the highest professions for suicide? (laughs) That's actually what uh, Rand said. Yeah. Yeah. So there were 120 dentists in the crowd, and they, like, exploded when Louis Louis Katz, who is, you know Louis Katz, right? Yeah. Louis pandered to him a little bit, and they were elated about it. They yeah. just went crazy. But then, like when Louie went to his act, which, by the way, fantastic comic, they just went right back down here to yeah, I, meager. Yeah, there's certain certain groups that, that can ruin a fucking cro- crowd so quick. Yeah. But that's not to show on the crowd, because like, when I got off stage, Attell said something that made me feel so much better. He said, the crowd sucked, and you deserved more than they gave you. That's fantastic. It, I'm like, oh my god, because it's one thing if I have a bad set and Attell's just like side eyes me a little bit, just like, oh, all right. But it's a whole other ball game if Attell sees me get off stage and goes, that crowd's bad. Yeah, I mean, if he had just been like, oh, good set, man. <laughs> That's, you know, that doesn't necessarily have the same thing. When he when he makes the point to go, you deserved more. Uh, yeah. Then you know that that's, he's not a guy who just would say that. Just no, to, not at all. He did utter two <laughs> words that got me. Re- I mean. Granted, I'm nowhere near this level right now, but like he did utter two words that got me real horned up. He said I would be good for late night. That's, yeah, that's yeah. A fucking, that's a hell of a compliment. It is, but I mean, I know I'm not n- anywhere near that yet. I'll get there, hopefully. Not sure. You will. Hopefully, yeah. Um, 
but Atel was just the coolest, and he's like, thank you for doing a spot. And I'm like, no, fuck you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. Because I went up on Thursday, and because I just went to see Atel, because he's the, he's the shit, and he's the funniest comic. Honestly, there is. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you could make an argument that he's not, you know, top three. Yeah. He said, like, him and Louis Katz are kind of riffing on stage about they're just giving each other, like, looks like. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Jokes. My favorite, you know what Louis Katz looks like, right? Yeah. He said Louis Katz looks like a security guard at a spelling bee. <laughs> That is fantastic. It's so good. And I bowled over. Yeah. That's but, that's spot on. And Atel was just, he's the best. Go see him. Go listen to Skanks for the memories. And I think his stock is rising. Oh, I I, I don't know that you can get any higher. Because he's the kind of comic who, like, he doesn't really advertise himself. He is like... Like he relies on word of mouth from other people, from his fans. Yeah. So his stock is like rising, and if you could buy him, I'm like some sort of. <laughs> I hate you. I'm not participating in this. You just, you just do your read. Say the goddamn company. If you could buy Dave Attell as a stock on a website, is there a website you would go to? Um, www.alexhubertisatool.com. No, that that domain's actually taken by the FBI. So, um, if there was another website you would go to, in red, yeah, I told you I'm not participating in this read. I don't know. symbol. All right, symbol. I go to symbol, Alex. Thanks, Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> we have a new sponsor that you guys are going to love. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks. And every time your team wins, you earn money, money, cash. And they give you cash, which is just as good as money. I believe so, yes. Yes. That's an old Yogi Berra joke from, a, from an Affleck commercial. Fun, one of the funniest people ever. Okay. I love that commercial. It's an all-time favorite. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when your team wins. Join these 7,000-plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams. Visit www.simbull.com to create a free account. And when you deposit, make sure you use the promo code SD to make your deposit risk-free. Visit symbol.com and use the promo code SD. 
and your deposit will be risk-free. That means even if you lose money, Symbol will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. Free money, y'all. Free money. Join Symbol and start investing and profiting from your favorite teams. And if you wanted to talk about your favorite teams like some live audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and use, <laughs> is there an app you would download? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I would try Spotify Greenroom, Alex. <laughs> These ad reads just get weirder and weirder every time. Like we said, Spotify Greenroom is a live, audio-only sports talk platform that is free to download and use. You can talk to me. You can talk to Lloyd. You can scream at me. You can talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Real time. That is the realest. Get in on the conversation (laughs) that you listen to every day. You can even share your own experiences or takes on the app. And you have a be chance to featured to be featured on the Fucky Podcast. Download the Spotify Greenroom app free in the iOS App Store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Sports Drink Group. Follow us at FUWLT Bengals to be notified when the room goes live. We won't be going live this week because there's no game. That's right. Yeah. So we'll be going live probably after the game uh, next time when we play the Raiders. Which should be fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, hopefully we don't crash. Well, I mean, at least it'll be fun to roast. Yeah, it will be fun to roast. It's like, they, it's like they're doing it themselves in real time. They have had, in this season alone, their head coach and both of their 2020 first-round draft picks are gone. Yeah. That's insane. That's... <laughs> oh, Raiders. <sighs> the Raiders. Fuck you, Chris Berman. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. But you know what's not fine? What the fuck happened last week? Uh, the Bengals franchise right now. <sighs> rough. Very rough. So we'll recap the fir- the two games that we have uh, yet to recap. First one, the Jets. We got real, um, real pretentious about that one. Yeah, it, that was such a gimme game that... <clears throat> It ended up turning right right into a trap game, which both of us were like, "Nah, I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll have any problem with a trap game this year. They seem like they got the shit together." And nope, nope, they got cocky. They got yeah, they got cocky, and the Jets got, you know, on on the upswing at the wrong time. <clears throat> wrong time for us. But it was um, the Jets' defensive philosophy was a painfully obvious one, which was take the deep ball away from Jamar Chase. Right. They did so. Granted, they still did. got a touchdown that game. And our defensive philosophy was, um, we'll show up next week, maybe? <laughs> no, we'll show up after the bye. Yeah. I'm, I was watching Jets. It, our, they just did whatever they wanted, and it was really frustrating to watch. Yeah. Mike White threw for 405 yards. Yeah. Which, did you see the dude, and this is like not, this is not a joke, there was a dude who About bet a thousand dollars that Mike White would be the leading passer yeah. in the NFL that week. He Maybe. won one hundred twenty-five grand. Yeah. Hot take. Not a crazy bet. No. I mean, like when you really think about it, like the Jets, they would and they would be playing down for most of the game. So Mike White's going to throw his he's going to throw his arm off. Right. And he did four hundred five yeah. yards. It was fucking. I mean, good for him. Great for him. <laughs> And, you know, good for the Jets because I'm sure they their fan base needed a fucking win. Hugely. They have a winning record at home. 
But yeah, that was a uh, god. That was rough to watch. It was uh, some final statties. Burrow, twenty-one of thirty-four for two hundred fifty-nine yards, three tuds, and a pick. Uh, one of the touchdowns was to Jamar Chase. One was to Joe Mixon. One was to Tyler Boyd. Um, but yeah, and the Bengals defense just lapsed in the final minutes. No, not the final. The whole goddamn game. Yes, the whole goddamn game. When Mike White caught that two-point conversion and was just sitting in the end zone and fist pumping and shit, I sat there and I was like, I wasn't watching the game with Billy. I was like, I was watching. I'm like, Bengals lost. Yeah, they can't come back. No. And then Billy was like, they have three timeouts. I'm like, no. Football is a game of momentum. Yeah. The Jets had all of it. They had like, an unreasonable amount at yep. that point. And the Bengals did not deserve to win that game. No, it seemed like they were still at home on the couch. Yep, and even if they won, I would have been like... It wouldn't have been a good win. No. I would have just been like, eh, whatever. We got this one, sure. But it was an ugly win, but a win's a win. But they lost it, you're just like... You feel about equal. Yeah. But just a little bit worse. I'm just like... And now we went from... It's crazy how we went from the media's darling for 15 minutes... To once again the laughing stock. Yep, just two weeks and gone. Yep, two weeks completely gone. First and then first in the AFC to last in the AFC North. But a little bit of a but there. No team in the AFC North has a losing record. Right. No. 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 I understand how it happened. It just it still sucks to feel. Yeah. And the and the Bengals are what one game back still though. Yeah, the Ravens are six and three. Six and two. Okay, yeah, true. My bad. Yeah. <clears throat> and then no, yeah, because they've had a bye. Five, Steelers are five and three. Browns and Bengals are both five and four. Yep, correct. So no losing records in the AFC North. Got to be thankful for that. Yeah, at least we're at least the division makes it makes sense that <laughs> to some degree. You know, it's it, it it's at least looks as tough of a division as it is this time. Yep. <sighs> but yeah, the Bengals did not deserve to win that game. And let's recap the uh, the other one that just happened. Oh, uh, the Browns? Christ. The, the Bengals, they didn't even deserve the Gatorade they got on the sideline. <laughs> okay, so I was at the game. I'm sorry. I know. And that first drive, the Bengals got way, way too comfy on that first drive. Oh, yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. Because, like, they were, I mean, granted, they were driving the ball down the field. They were doing really well. And then Burrow threw a pass, like, oh, I'm just going to complete the drive. This Browns defense is, oh, my God, Denzel Ward pick six. Yep. For 99 yards. Which is, you know, as bad as it get. It's literally as bad as it can be. Not just bad, disheartening. Because you're so close to a touchdown. Then all of a sudden, seven to nothing Browns. Also, I do want to give credit to someone on that play. Did you see who came closest to catching him? Who? Drew Sample. We are a pro Drew Sample podcast. Well, I'm just saying, like, even when they went back to the sideline, like, there were like three different coaches that came up and like, like patted him on the back, like, "Fuck yeah, good effort!" Like, because he went and outran. He tried to DK Metcalf it. Yeah, he. I mean, he literally did. He was booking. He came fucking close, pretty close to getting him. Yeah. Dude, that was just like a disheartening play. And then Mixon made it 7-all, and then the absolute bottom fell out of the Bengals in the second quarter. Yeah. Fucking Chubb, one-yard run. 
a play I predicted pregame. A long Donovan Peoples-Jones touchdown. Oh, yeah. I predicted that pregame. I believe you. Yeah. I think a lot of people did, but yeah. Yeah. And then two field goals, one from McLaughlin, one from McLegger. And then that 70-yard run that Nick Chubb had, I'm just like, not shocked. Yeah, it was just... But by that point in the game, like it could have been, it could have been fucking Baker making that run out of like yeah whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, okay, so this is going to be a take that not a lot of Bengals fans are going to like. Chubb's the best running back in the AFC North. Oh yeah, for sure. He's just a. I mean, Mixon might be number two. I would yeah, I would give him number two. Najee Harris is a close number three. What would you say to that? If if I said that Najee Harris was ahead of Joe Mixon, what would you normally say? No. I think Najee Harris is a What's a different way you'd say that? I'd say Najee. <laughs> I see what you did there. That's your own joke. I know. And, uh, yeah, I should have. I definitely should have got that. Yes, that's okay. I like to throw your own jokes at you sometimes. And I appreciate you doing it. Yes. But... Like I said, we, they got way too comfortable on that first drive, and the Browns just took all the momentum. Yeah, and <clears throat> kept it. And kept it and just kept going and just ripped the hearts out of the Bengals. All right, here's who I'm blaming for the whole thing. Okay. Odell. I agree. They're like, fuck this dude. He's gone. Let's go out there and fucking run. Which, by the way, did you see no team claimed him, claimed him on waivers? Shock. Yeah. Which... <clears throat> There are Bengals fans that are saying we need to get Odell. I mean, it's a shut, few. Shut up. Just stop. <laughs> yeah. There are Bengals fans saying we need to get Damon Arnett. Stop. Stop. I'd rather have Will Arnett. <laughs> if we get that Ra- Raiders defensive back, we are casting Arnett way too wide. <laughs> God damn you, Alex. <laughs> I made that joke on, on the Facebooks the other day, and they're like, no, that's funny. But I'm like, because I watched the video that Damon Arnett had put out. I did not. I just... L- lot of slurs. I figured. Yeah, and he had like just like fucking guns. He's like, I'm gonna kill you. I'm like, okay, I don't want this guy on my team. Yeah, no. <clears throat> so I don't want that guy. I don't know being famous. <laughs> like, is that how bad the Bengals are? Where even if a guy is like acting just, just like the straight up worst, it's like I don't care. I'll do anything. I want him. Uh, some of the fans, yeah. I, <clears throat> I don't get it. I don't understand the the. That thing of almost like wanting to be the team that takes every bad person. Like, there's almost like a sense of pride with some people that the Bengals do that because, like, they're like, oh, we had Perfect and Pac Man. And <clears throat> yeah, we did. Yeah. Do we need to keep making that like our thing? <laughs> and we've had that reputation in the past. And Zach Taylor's like, no, we are cutting that shit out. Yeah. And I mean, even there's been jokes by, you know, on, on different like Facebook things I've seen, whatever, like, you know, commentators and shit have been like, Oh, where do you go if you're too fucked up for the Raiders? Bengals. It's like, cool. I'm glad that's how the yeah. league, that's how everybody no, looks at us. No, now that's flip-flopped. You go to the Raiders now. Yeah, well, I'm saying, but that, I've seen that like a couple of times in the past like since that happened. Like, oh, where's he, where could he go now? And they're like, Bengals. It's like, God damn it. No, we're not. We don't want it. No, we don't want Damon Arnett. We don't want Odell. I mean, Beckham's not a criminal, but like, he's just, he has an ego the size of his hair. He's just a cancer. He's just. No. Well, yeah, but, like, he's not a guy you want in your locker room at this point. He's just – he's a guy who th- who had 
I'm, I'm going to give him credit. Incredible rookie season. And he's been over overhyped ever since. Yeah. He's, he, he's a fun personality, so they've made him bigger than he needs to be. Exactly. And, and he's bought all of that hype. Yeah. And, he, and when the Browns traded for him, they're like, Super Bowl. No. Nope. There's a saying for the Browns that I'm going to say, even though the Bengals... Oh, this could apply to the Bengals and the Browns. The light at the end of the tunnel is always an oncoming train. Yeah. Yep. And that's what it is what happened to the Bengals. And that oncoming train had Mike White's fucking dumb Elvis looking fat Elvis face on it. Oh, God, it's so it was so frustrating to watch. The whole game was. Yeah. Where you're just like, all right, all you have to do is just. Turn it up a little, guys. Just a little, and you have this. Yep. And the whole time, they just didn't. The Bengals play well when they play with spunk and swagger. They played with none of it against the Jets. They played with none of it against the Browns. I feel like the defense went to fucking New Jersey and got hammered the night before, and they're all just out there there hungover as fuck. They just went to Atlantic City. It's it's the best I can think of. Like... (laughs) Or, like, somebody poisoned their food at the hotel or some, something had to happen. Like, they're just – it It was the, by a mile, the laziest they've looked. Oh, yeah. Year. They've given up what? 41. They've given up 75 points in the last two games. Yeah, and before that, no one even scored, whatever, 25? Yeah. And they had not lost by three until this week when they lost by 25. Rough. It is bad. Also, um – I got in a little conversation today. Burrow's like having a lot of trouble spreading the ball around to his other receivers. Cause like he wants to throw to chase so bad. Well, no. Cause I mean, look at who was actually targeted the most. Wasn't it Jamar? I think in the last game it was Higgins might've actually been targeted the most. Higgins had the most receptions. <clears throat> well, they, well, I guess what, all right. So okay. I, when I'm saying targets, I guess not what I should say, the routes that were intended to be thrown to. Okay. Like, by the play calling. Like, when he goes to his reads and it's, you know, the, the play's set up to go on this side and he ends up reading. I think his go-to when it's not working is he throws the chase. Yeah. But if you look at, like, the routes that were being run, like, all the like all of the more go-route things were targeted towards Higgins because they were, double, you know, doubling or at least leaving a guy out and, like, you know, steal, you know stealing territory. Like, yep. Leaving a guy mid zone or whatever to cover Jamar if they needed to, <clears throat> so I think they were trying to target the other way, but he was just covered. So I think when Bro gets uncomfortable or has to go to his reads, and he's just it's worked real well with throwing the chase. So yeah, but he dropped he dropped the tutty. It was right in his bread basket. That was right to him. Yeah, that was a that was a tough one. Yeah, here's a, I just looked this up. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones was the leading receiver for the Browns with 86 yards. After that, the next leading receiver for the Browns had 26 yards. Nice. That's insane. But also, I was looking it up. Jamar Chase, 13 targets uh, against the Browns. T. Higgins had eight. Uh, Mixon and Uzama with five. Sample and P. Ryan with two. Tyler Boyd with only two targets. P. Ryan and Sample had three targets. Tyler Boyd only had two targets. Yeah. Is is he doing something wrong? Is he is it bro just not getting him the ball or No, it's just the way so the way they're using Boyd to do that, like the he runs to like to the first down. 
Okay. Or he runs. Isn't that what the slot guy typically does? Yeah. Or he runs that like block and then separate route. And that just wasn't. Just wasn't working out. Yeah. So, I mean, like, again, if you looked at like play calling wise, he has way more targets than actually. So when I, when you say targets, you mean when he actually was thrown to? Yes. But plays called where they were the intended, like first read. He had way more. It just. That's where they were covering the most. Like, yep. It just sucks what happened. And Burrow, like, he was getting desperate with his throws. He was. And I think <clears throat> I think Chase was getting frustrated that he didn't get open. He was getting frustrated with himself. Yeah, so they were double covering him at first. And then as soon as he got, like, off a little bit and frustrated, they, they only had to – they could man cover on him because he just wasn't playing the same. And, like, when Chase dropped that touchdown pass, I watched him in the huddle. He was, like, slapping his own helmet and getting pissed off with himself, which I don't blame him. Well, there's also one where um, Mixon was running, and he was right there to block the guy and just didn't. Yeah. And even P. Ryan dropped an easy first down, and he was frustrated with himself. Frustrated with himself. He should be. He's not. He's fine. Yeah. He's a number two running back for a reason. Well, him and Mixon were college teammates, so. Right, but I think. I kind of get the dynamic. Evans should be that spot. I don't. I agree. Evans. Do you think Evans is like a Mixon, like a diet Mixon? No, I think he's more like that. Uh, <clears throat> or like a Gio Bernard. Yeah, he's more like a Gio, or even almost like a Rudy, to an extent. Where was Rudy much of a pass catcher? He, uh, I mean, they didn't use him that way as much, especially in the early years. But yep, he definitely got Ouch. more and more comfortable doing that. Where Evans clearly is better at that up front, but I think, <clears throat> I think his down like his downhill running. Needs work the way that Rudy was good at that to begin with. Oh, with Evans? Because Evans, um, he wants to be like that Reggie Bush jukester. Yeah. just and, and you can't run that way in the NFL. You can do it in college, not the NFL. I mean, you can juke. But that can't be your only tool. Yeah. I mean, why do you think? Because like, like, I'm stuttering. Like Reggie Bush. One of the most exciting running backs in college. Maybe ever. Number two overall pick. He was one of the most exciting running backs in college I've ever seen. And we got in the NFL, like he was good, I guess. He was decent because he couldn't be that juking running back. But I digress. Um, this is the last thing I want to talk about before we get to um, the few burns we have. Uh, because like we said, Lloyd and I had busy weeks, some with being sick, some with traveling. Burrow's throwing a lot of picks. Yeah. And I noticed this, like, the picks, I mean, he he had two picks today. His stats for the Browns game, 28 of 40, 282 yards, no tuds. I think first time all season he hasn't had multiple touchdowns, and he had none. It was the first time. Yeah. No touchdowns, two picks. And this is is especially true with the Denzel Ward pick. The picks that Burrow does throw are momentum-swinging picks. Yeah, it's they're brutal. And here's the thing: we we do forget this is he's he's young. Yeah, he's he's still a new second year in the league. Nineteen games, right? Yeah, and people have been making the Peyton Manning comparison all the time. It was like Peyton Manning was kind of mediocre for twenty eight picks his first year. Oh, he was he was slinging it everywhere. He had his touchdown and interception ratio was equal, but. I mean, you gotta. I mean, I'm not saying Joe Burrow's gonna be Peyton Manning. Yeah, I hope. 
I mean, you give him the same line Peyton Manning had, he'll be God. He'll be God. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the one thing you have to kind of put the quotations around Peyton Manning with was he really was operating behind one of the best offensive lines ever. Oh yeah, Jeff Saturday play. was an animal. Right. Well, I'm just that that whole line. You had you know one year where almost all of them went to the fucking Pro Bowl. <laughs> almost everyone on that line. Like we say, I think the Bengals are a lineman away, or one maybe two linemen away. From Burrow having a good line. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you obviously want it to be elite because you have the receiver pieces. Well, I mean, look at the Browns. Their, their O-line was fucking up our defense, man. They were... Yeah. I barely saw Mayfield get sacked that game. Yeah. Uh, two sacks for 10 yards. Who for the Bengals had the sacks? Uh, let's see. Sam Hubbard had a sack and Trey, Hendri- Trey Hendrickson had a sack. Which both those guys are crushing it but they're so good they can't be the only guys playing yep and billy and i talked about had that same conversation about logan wilson like the Bengals are so thin at linebacker that like logan wilson's a dog he's a great player but he can't do it all by himself he Um, it's not just him and jermaine pratt it can't just be him and jermaine pratt like you need to have other guys no and uh davis gaither should have been he shouldn't have been playing. You don't think he's that good, do you? No, I think he's fine. He's just he's still injured. And then Yeah, he didn't have any tackles. But you know, I mean you you can almost see that that dude's still hurt. Yep. And then they end up what I think they put him on permanent or on IR. Good. After that, after that cuz he just he needs to heal before he goes back in there and plays. He just 100%. Kind of rushed back and wasn't that great. No. Um, the kid they pulled up from the practice squad did pretty good, though. Uh, who was it? I can't think of his name. Uh, Damn it. Happens. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Um, but they moved him up from the practice squad, and he played. And he actually did pretty good. He had, like, a handful of tackles. and. Oh, okay. I'm trying to see the, guy who, the guys who did, like... Jermaine Pratt and Logan Wilson tied with six. B.J. Hill had five. Hubbard, Bates, and Bell all had four. Eli Apple had three. Hilton and Ogunjobi had two. Hendrickson, Riley Reef, Spain, Reeder, Awuzie, Morgan, Tupo, Mike Thomas, Ray, and Bailey. Er, and Ray all had one. Okay. That was just me trying to fill time there. Yeah, you're good. I just I, I couldn't remember the kid's name, but I know they moved him up, and it was like I heard his name like twice. Yeah, but, man, Burrow got sacked five times in the game. Yeah, it, it, I don't know. I, I, we, there's only so many ways and times you can say it was fucking rough to watch, but goddamn. Yep, and the Bengals, <sighs> before we get to uh, the Browns-Burns, we have as limited as they may be, the Bengals have a bye. They have a bye Good. this week. They can rest. They can get their mental shit together while the Raiders can't. Yeah, I'm going to say the Raiders do not. There's no comfortable for them right now. Nope. They're, they're not. I mean, I mean they're obviously PR tweeting like Mixon and Hilton both tweeted like, no, don't panic, don't panic. Like, that's a PR move. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, also just it's them building back to their, you know, trying to get their confidence back under them. And I'm yeah, of course. That. That's, that, that's not a bad thing. Of course. And they're at least they're not. Threatening to shoot people that <laughs> yeah. show up in their DMs. Yeah, that's that's fun. Yep. But, 
Yeah, the, like like you said, there are only so many ways to say we're sad. Yeah. <clears throat> and we're going to stop doing that for now because, like we said, the Bengals have a bye week. they got to face the Raiders in Vegas. Who We'll get to them next week. I'm going to try to message Billy to see if he wants to come on because there are some people we want to roast. Yeah. Do you want to roast Henry Ruggs? Yeah. 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 <laughs> For sure. I've got like four jokes in the bank already. Good. I am so excited. Because, yeah, I. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Okay, this is the one thing I want to say about that. He should have been at that Travis Scott concert. <laughs> okay, there are a couple things I want to say about that. <laughs> First of all, fuck Travis Scott, too, for that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He was saying, like, fuck security. Like, fuck you guys. I want you guys to rush the stage. It, people were saying it was so packed that you couldn't even raise your arms. Uh, that's a whole nother, yeah. I like Travis Scott's music, but, like, fuck him. For sure. God damn it. And, people, and this is the one thing I'll say about Ruggs before we get to him next week. People were saying Ruggs made a mistake. I personally think, I don't think that at all. Like, no, like, he made a mistake. I personally think the word mistake downplays the severity of what happened. 157 miles an hour is not a goddamn mistake. 56, but who's counting? Okay, well, I've seen both, so I went with the higher one. Yeah, um, that is not a mistake. That is a piss-poor decision to get behind the wheel. And, because, like, no one... Does really anyone get so drunk that they're like, fuck, I mean, I know people are like, fuck you, I'll, I'm fucking driving, I'm good. With a loaded gun in the seat, yeah, your girlfriend in the front seat, and you kill a lady and her dog, the car was on, I mean, like, completely engulfed in flames. Yeah. I mean, I, here's one. The There's one, part of me that hopes that that lady's boyfriend is John Wick. <laughs> Here's what here's what I will say. <clears throat> Genuine props to Derek Carr. Yeah. Do you, you see what he was saying? Yeah, he was. He being was like reasonable. Extremely reasonable. He's like, like condolences to the victim, but also like Rugs is feeling like a certain kind of. He's probably feeling a certain kind of way about himself, and like this might not be a popular thing to say considering the severity of what happened. He needs people to support him, and he needs people to like be in his corner during when during the time where he will and should go to prison. Yeah. I mean, it's so new that people are like maximum sentence. We don't know what's going to happen. Probably not what should happen, but cuz the the whole legal process hasn't played out yet. Like yeah. one thing for sure, he is never playing in the NFL again. Let, let's hope so. If he does, that's There's no way. I mean, a lot of people, I'm sure, I mean, I, I wasn't really paying attention to him much at the time, but, like, I'm not sure people thought Michael Vick would play again. Oh, yeah, most people did not. Yeah. And then he came out and had a decent career with the Eagles, Jets, and Steelers. Yeah. I genuinely don't think, I mean, I could be wrong. I'm not sure. I'm probably not. Henry Ruggs is never playing a game again. I hope not, yeah. Nope. That's, that, that's pretty egregious. That's. Yeah. I mean, that's a, a especially... A week after it happened. Yeah. And fucking Damon Arnett. First, okay. To the people who want the Bengals to sign Damon Arnett. This is the last thing I'll say before we get to the Burns. First of all, why? Yeah. And second, like, imagine 
the PR statement that the Bengals are going to have to make after they sign him, especially after it was newly released, he's threatening to kill people. Yeah, just just don't. No, just let it go. Arnett will get his shit together, and he wasn't even that good in the pros. Yeah, I just just yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go uh, Dan Cummins on this one. With uh, he has a podcast called you know uh, the Is We Dumb, and they have a running joke on there. Just just don't. Just don't. Just don't. Or what's your dad's running joke when he see when he sees a stupid person? Just go color. Yeah, just go. You know, you you go home. Just go color. <laughs> go color. I have said that a few times. It's very fun to say. It really. It, it's. I love like simple insults. <laughs> <clears throat> like I remember this lady completely shut. There's a dude losing his goddamn mind in Kroger, like screaming at people and whatever, and just over the top and this lady was like hey dummy and he just looked at her and she's like stop and he just dejected turned and walked out (laughs) and all she did was say hey dummy what's up Luke Luke Young of the Bastard Sermon you're You're fine so yeah people are dumb not you Luke you're fine but, uh, Lloyd, so Henry Ruggs is, and the Raiders' stock is falling. Yeah. If you were dumb enough to buy their stock, is there a website you would go to? Um, uh, symbol. I would, go to, to, I would go to Symbol. Because if you buy a, a, their stock, that's a symbol that you're very dumb. Yeah. That was good. You go for it, buddy. Thank you. Symbol is the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. There are two ways to make money on Symbol. First, every time a team you own wins, you earn a cash win payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think a team is going to increase in value, then you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Dollars. Dollar, 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 bills, y'all. Crushing it, Alex. Dollar, dollar, bills, y'all. I'm, <laughs> how, what, what am I? You are <laughs> so, you, every time I drink a White Claw, what do you, what do you say? You're so fucking white. <laughs> Use the promo code SD to make your first depro- de- deposit. And now you just can't speak English. That's it's a fun development. It'll help with the podcasting, I'm sure. Puedes usar el code SD. Damn it. You're going to be all right, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> that was right. so much fun. Were you in the other car with Rugs? Like, what? <laughs> oh, boy. Use the promo code SD to make your first deposit risk-free. That means even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't for you, Symbol will refund your initial deposit. Any questions asked? No, none. No, no questions asked. And if you wanted to talk about... Um, Aaron Rodgers being a douche? Yeah, Aaron Rodgers being a douche. If you wanted to talk about how you're... Um, if you wanted to talk about how immunized your favorite quarterback is, if, if there was like an audio-only sports talk platform that you can get medical advice from Joe Rogan on, that tiny ripped motherfucker. I'd check out... You, oh, you mean Gwyneth Paltrow for men? <laughs> uh, no, Joe Rogan is Oprah for dudes. No, he's going with Paltrow because he sells way too much shit. 
Way too much nonsense. Yep. Alpha brain. Vagina egg. They're not. It's the same shit. Goop. Um, But if there was a place where you could say bullshit, conspiracy theories about vaccines, is there a website you would go to? Spotify Greenroom. Or an app, especially. Spotify Greenroom is a live, audio-only sports talk platform that is free to download and use. You can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to news that is... Breaking. 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 Breaking news. You can even share your own experiences on the app. Uh, You can join in on the conversation with me and Lloyd and have a chance to be featured on the Fuck You podcast. And we'll be hosting rooms um, not this week because the Bengals aren't playing. It's a little bit of a buy. Yeah. Um, We got a break too, y'all. Yes, we can't. What do you mean? The what? So we get a break too, y'all. Yes, we do. Yeah. It was nice and after. Right as many burns this week. Yeah. And no burns this week. Next week, we'll be good. Yeah, next week should be fun because we'll be roasting the Raiders. And uh, you guys will get a whole other episode with the Browns where we get to roast them. So Yep. And we'll be less sick. Mm. I might be sick tomorrow. I'm going to go to the gym and while I'm still healthy. But also, I just saw Burrow's quarterback rating for this week was 16.5. Cool. Yeah, not good. Um, we'll be hosting rooms Sundays. We'll, we'll 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 do what we can to talk to you folks. All you need to do is download the Spotify app, Spotify Green Room app, free in the iOS App Store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Sports Drink Group. Follow us at FUWLT Bengals to be notified when the room goes live. We'll be going live Sundays at some point, at some time, at some place. Come through. With your spicy steaks. Spicy. So, Lloyd, are you ready to take down the team that we couldn't take down on Sunday? Yeah. And just so you guys know, anything I say now is all off the top of my head. So, <clears throat> I did not write Burns this week because I've been feeling like complete dog shit. So. And I've been very depressed this week. So, I've just been, uh, uh-oh. So we did not. Oh, thank you, Luke. Luke just did the 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 heart thing. Nah, it's just been it's been rough. But especially with the Bengals. So we're gonna uh, start with the mascot Brownie the Elf, who looks like a Keebler Elf, whose catchphrase is "Let's go, Brandon." <laughs> He looks like what Baker's Baker Mayfield's confidence should be. <laughs> Do you want to just hold the mic for the rest of the episode? Yeah, I'm about to take this. There you there go. Because this arm, my uh, the arm that holds my mic came off the mount. Uh oh. Um, and the owner, Jimmy Haslam. Jimmy Haslam looks like a guy who hired Keebler the Elf after he heard him say, "Let's go, Brandon." <laughs> Uh, he looks like, <clears throat> he looks like somebody who only eats out of the shitty gas stations he owns. <laughs> the GM Andrew Barry. Andrew Barry looks like a GM who would trade draft picks to get a cheerleader from another team. <laughs> uh, uh Andrew Andrew Barry looks like Never mind, I'm not gonna say that one. No. Come on. No. Come it's, on. It's not gonna sound the way I want it to. No. All right. Say it off air, and then we'll save it for next time. How's that sound? He looks like he's doing a really bad version of blackface. 
quarterback. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's middle name is Reagan. <clears throat> yeah. Which makes him the only quarterback who was named after the president whose dick he'd most like to suck. <laughs> Baker Mayfield looks like if how you feel after you sleep with Pete Davidson came to, <laughs> was, a, was a person. <laughs> I told you the joke about how someone said um, uh, dating Pete Davidson's like jury duty for celebrities and everyone's got to do it once. Yep. And the the shame and sadness you feel afterwards. <laughs> that all personified into Baker Mayfield. Yep. <coughs> and his backup Case Keenum, who looks like he'd star in The Bachelor if it aired on TLC. <laughs> Case Keenum looks like a whiter Wayne Mimmit. <laughs> he does. If you don't know who Wayne is, he's a fantastic dude. And fantastic dude. Big FC Cincinnati supporter. Yeah. We should have him up back on the podcast. We can do that. He's, we, a, he's a good kid. I like that kid. Good kid. Running back. The guy who ran all the fuck over us on Sunday. And the best running back in the AFC North. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's ancestors founded Chubbtown, Georgia. Which sounds like a theme park where the price of admission is getting fondled on the way in. Hey, welcome to Chubtown. Honk, honk. Have a good time. Chubtown sounds like the saddest like New Orleans brothel. You <laughs> came off of the Bourbon Street. Welcome to Chubtown where the girls are fat, but they don't have shrimp. And the girls are fat. The girls are chubby. But they have fried shrimp. That was a dumb riff, but Lloyd, I know we kind of phoned it in with the burns this week, Yeah, but we're going to come back next week with some real strong burns. Fuck yeah. But I think we got them pretty good. Yeah, we did. Predictions and bullshit. So it's the bye week. Yep. I have my prediction for the bye week. Bold prediction. Bengals don't lose. Yep. I like it. I like, I like where your head's at. I like where it's going. I say Bengals zero. Um, what's the, what's the fucking team? The fake high school team. God damn it! Um, oh my god! How about the Washington Generals? Yes, Washington Generals. What's the goddamn fake high school team? This is gonna bother me. Bishop Sycamore. There you go. Yep. Um, yeah, Bengals zero. Bishop Sycamore. Three. All right. My prediction for this week is uh, James Vanderbeek leads the NFL in passing. Okay. He reprises his role from Varsity Blues. Like it. Like but, it. <clears throat> but he comes in and starts his own NFL team. Okay. I'm listening. Of all people that have been arrested or kicked out of the NFL, Ooh. he makes his own team <clears throat> called the Fuck Yous. <laughs> and then they all come and do this podcast. Fuck you, fuck yous. We like the Bengals. Yeah, see, so you got you got what I was going for. Yeah, I like it. Um, but like I said, um, my player of the game for the bye week. <laughs> um, who is um who's the player that you think cooks the best on the Bengals? Quinn's main. Oh, for sure. All that Spanish food? That dude looks like he knows how to 
Yeah, dude. So my player of the game, Quentin Spain. Fuck yeah. I like it. Uh, my player of the game is, I think, Drew Sample is going to sub in this week for New England. Okay. And he is going to have 18 receptions for 184 yards. I like it. Which is, I know you. it sounds impossible, but he's going to do it because fuck you, I like Drew Sample. Yes. Again, we have said this numerous times. We are a pro-Drew Sample podcast. There is nothing wrong with being a pro-Drew Sample podcast. He is an asset to the team. Zach Taylor was right when he said he fits our system. He could have waited a round or two to pick him, but we still like him nonetheless. Right. And I hit the stand, but that's okay. So, finally, pluggity plugs. Lloyd. Uh, check out the bastard sermon. They're recording here in about forty-two minutes, so yeah. check them out. Uh, subscribe to their Patreon. Yeah, that's uh, that's where all the good shits at. Yeah, sure. um, uh, I talked to Ran earlier today. He's gonna try to put another rumble up soon. Ooh, would you talk to him? In, would you talk him into doing fuck you? Yeah, uh, we we talked about him being on both of them, and depending on what contract old Daddy Chad Daniels gets, depends on where Ran will be in. Some of the months coming up, so um, I do know a friend of the pod, Neil Meyer, is going to be here. You remember Neil? Yeah, uh, he will be here for the Chiefs episode. Fuck yeah, that's going to be a fun one. We're hoping Bilbo will do the Raiders because Bilbo had some thoughts on the new Nasty Boys about Henry Ruggs. I like it. Uh, but, yeah, other than that, you, you plug away, baby. Uh, oh, I got I got a lot of plugs. Uh, I got a lot of shows coming up uh, tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday, November 10th, I will be at 20s in, uh, what fucking part? Walnut Hills? Yeah. Yeah, it's in Walnut Hills. I got, uh, the lineup, Hannah Young Home, Nolan Miller, Shanna Rabani, uh, Shalafu, I think is closing it out. It's a lineup of killers. Yeah, and Nick Noble. Murderers Row. Absolutely. I and me. I Nick Noble in a long time. I like Nick Noble. I do too. I haven't seen him in a while. He's. I think we shot a thing with Jeremy, like a little short <laughs> video thing. Since then, I don't think I haven't seen him since then. Nick is the kind of comic who <clears throat> he doesn't cause drama. He just goes up. Sh- he shows up at mics, does his sets, and is just a good dude all around. He just he does what a comic should do. I like that dude. Uh, let's see what else. November 24th, the big one. I'm headlining a chameleon. It's been a <coughs> motherfucker to book. Well, I'll be there. So if you guys want to see us, I'll, I'll definitely show up for that one. Cause it's right across the street. Yes. Um, so far I have Shannon Rostin, uh, Phil pointer, friend of the pod, John Holmes. Fuck yeah. Uh, Carrie Klaus, I think, will be on that show, too. I want to get one more indie comic on so uh, Shannon Rostin doesn't have to travel by herself. Get Cam to do it. Oh, I like that. I do, too. He can stay here. Oh. He knows me. Okay. He's my homie. I'd love to see him. Oh, for sure. I'll hit him up. Uh, November 29th, I'll be at Jersey's in Newport. Got a run of shows in Chicago, uh, Epiphany Center for the Arts, and my buddies on December 15th, Comedy Bar on December 16th, Lincoln Lodge, uh, December 18th, 
And December 23rd, I'll be at Motor Pub in uh, OTR for Motormouth. Fuck yeah. That'll be a fun one. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to set up a run of shows in Detroit, end of the year, and Nashville, beginning of next year. Fuck yeah. I want to set up a run of shows. And I'm going to post in Ham coming to Nashville pretty soon. Um, I've been posting a lot of gr- in a lot of those groups recently. And because I want to, I, I want to do shows, man. And good, you should be doing more. Thank you. And this is the last thing I'll say before we sign off here. Like, I've been like, and this isn't this is the farthest thing from a, from a pity party. But like, I've been like putting myself out there in comedy and like sending emails to bookers and messages to bookers, and it's tough, dude. That's also like same thing I've been telling a couple other people that like have kind of had the same thing, like. It's a weird time right now, man. Like you just kind of yep. gotta accept that that is how it's going right now. Like yeah. it's it's weird. Yep. Everybody's everybody's trying to figure out like the you know come back from quarantine kind of thing. Yep. And everybody's trying to make sure they're they're booking you know as many killers as they can. And there's so many people trying to get booked right now that yeah, like a handful of comics and musician friends of mine have all been like. Fuck man, it's kind of hard to get shit together. It's a weird time, so just yep. you know, don't let it don't let it seem like it's you. Yep, it's just a weird ass fucking time to be doing that. Because I had, like I said, I I had a weekend at Helium in Indy previously, and then I haven't been able to get back in. And that's that, like Avery, their booker. He's like one of the most approachable bookers I've ever met. He's a great dude, right? And he he runs the club well. He cares about the comics. He shows up. He he runs the club well. He books good comics. He has two rooms in that club. Yeah. So he's a good dude. Um, but I do not envy being a booker right now. No, I think I think it's madness for everybody. And even, yep. you know, friend of the pod, Lee Kimbrell, can tell you just doing what he's doing right now up at Bananas is... is... I've never envied Lee's position. <clears throat> no, and I mean, when Cam used to do it, it was a fucking nightmare for him. But right yeah. now, it's so much crazy. Cam got than... sick doing it. Yeah. But... I'm just going to keep churning on forward, fucking hoping for the best, trying to get just trying to get some shows together and also uh you're uh, you're booked on the bastard sermon. I am booked on the bastard sermon. What's the date of that again? January 6th if I'm not mistaken. 4th. 4th. January 4th. Ooh. Could it be a week later? Uh we'll talk about that after. I'm Yep. All right. Because that's kind of when I want to go to Nashville. Okay. But it's not the personal. But th- all that aside, Lloyd, I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck, Fuck you, Cleveland, Cleveland Browns. Browns. We, we like, like the, the Bengals. Bengals. Wow, man. Fuck you. We, we like, like the, the Bengals. Bengals.